Welcome back to Raging at Sports. We have a light crew today, and I... <clears throat> I'm going to be clearing my throat often because I've been sick for like a week and a half, and it's pissed me off. Um, but either way, this podcast, this episode is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasts. And it's also being recorded on Spotify for Podcasts, this episode. How'd you do that? Just three clicks? Three clicks. Yeah. It is done. Yeah. Google it. Spotify Podcasts. There we go. Easy. Yeah. Cut and dry. Simple. We got Mr. Hot Takes to my left, Ovi. What's up? We got the AFC North correspondent, Matt Trent. I'm ready. And the guy with all the questions, me, <laughs> Glock. Uh, we have no Poff, no Dom, no Hagen today, but we will be going on regardless. So we got some we got some things to cover today. One thing though, this is the last episode we're recording here. That's that's a little yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's, Isn't that wild? This is the this is the last episode at Ground Zero. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I mean, I'm psyched because no more hour drive for yeah. me. Ten minute, um, but, nine minute. Yeah, Ovi, that sucks for you. Ovi's not that no. bad. No, I'm a, I'm a standish till. Uh, oh, May, so you, yeah. and then I'm Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Portsmouth's thirty minutes. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you kind of in there. Yeah, it sucks period. for Dom and Poff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That's yeah, that's it, tough. Sorry, yeah. guys. Until no, they're Poff, not listening anyway. <laughs> no. I mean, Poff might actually start living up near you because he's gonna start selling cars. But yeah, he just doesn't uh, know yet. Do, he wants to start his own path, guys. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, no. Um, we kind of went over this a couple episodes ago when we did our like story time episode, which had some raving reviews. A lot of guys like that. Okay. Um, told some good stories on that podcast. That that was probably, I think, the line. You know what I mean? Like we danced over the line a couple episodes. That those episodes that we had to take down, raging at sports, the movie, March Madness bracket. Um. That was the line. I think that last episode. Yeah, maybe we'll do like a Patreon to release those. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pay to pay to cancel us. Yeah. Jeez. So we kind of talked about this in the beginning because that was when we announced the studio. So if you guys are just joining us, um, if you're a new fan from the Alexis Petford interview, welcome aboard. Uh, that was actually an awesome interview. I don't know if you guys have had the chance to listen to that yet. That was great. Uh, that was definitely my favorite interview that I've done. Awesome person. And uh, we made a new friend. You know what I mean? So look forward to working with her in the future. Uh, if you are joining us from that interview, welcome aboard. This is Raging at Sports. This is a podcast that comes out every single Sunday. Most of the time. I think we've only missed one Sunday. Yeah. And it was Monday. Yeah. 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 So we missed one Sunday once. But other than that, we we drop every Sunday. We are a sports podcast, and we love we love talk about sports. So we started off in my room, all the way upstairs, for the first ever episode of Raging at Sports on January seventeenth of twenty twenty three. From there, we did an interview with Will McLean, UMass baseball player. Was that our second episode ever? 
Will McLean, yes. It's our second ever episode and went viral overnight. And instantly, I mean, we had, I don't even know, like we, we got uh, like 500,000 TikTok views. Oh, yeah. Combined. I think yeah. we're at 100K likes. Yeah. Almost at 1,000 followers. That's up next. Mm-hmm. And we, from there, we've just stuck with it. It was one of those ideas that I, I was explaining this to Alexis after the interview. It was just one of those ideas that was in the group chat for a while and then eventually made it out the group chat. Wouldn't have been able to do it without Trent because you were the one that just fucking pulled the trigger on the mics. You were just yeah. like, fuck it. Let's yeah, do it. We're doing it. And from there, we started recording in my family dining room so we could have a little bit more of a, you know, a table feel. And last episode, we released that we have a studio that is going to be in my apartment. And we're ready to go. Dedicated to go. area for our podcast. So we are very excited. The Raging of Sports Studio. Yeah. 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 Let's fucking do it. We're excited. Fucking do it. Yeah. We got couches from Ovi. We got a couches. Yep. So we're we are gonna be raw dogging the mics. Yeah. Unless I kinda like that. I like the I raw. Kinda, I like it. I don't know if I do. I might I might get a stand. Okay. Just to like that would actually be kind of cool too if we did stands, just kind of bump it out, in and out of the way. Like yeah. an arm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, an arm. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, that means we're gonna be live streaming our podcast. So we're going to be doing one on, we're going to do that TikTok live stream and that'll be the start of our YouTube and Twitch career as well. Yep. So the TikTok live stream, that's where 98% of our fans reside. So we'll give a lot of people an opportunity to listen to the podcast or do some really cool stuff. Game day companions on Sundays. I'm sure you'll be in for that. You'll be in. I'm sure Hagen will be in. Hopefully we can get Dom and Poff up there, but I think I think the Steelers and the Giants play each other. Woo! That that's gonna be crazy. Kenny Pickett, Daniel Jones, the debate <laughs> in person, the narrative. Oh, we don't. We do not. We play. We play the Jets. No, that was last season. Yeah, uh, the only one that's close. I mean, we play the Patriots. Okay, uh, that's gonna be a dusting. Or, yeah, we're gonna, know, kill, we're gonna no. kill us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We're gonna kill you. Yes. Yes. So we suck. <laughs> Next weekend. I can't believe I showed up with this sweatshirt on. Uh, oh, oh, oh no. Mac Jones. Oh god. So from from here on out, guys, uh, kind of what we're looking at. We're probably looking at what three episodes on the trip. We got the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sure. We got three episodes on the trip. And I've actually almost said the location twice. I almost texted you. I thought about it today. Like, I was like, man, I'm going to slip up. Yeah. I I almost just said it, like, right when I said said the trip instead. So, do you have any guesses? What's your guess today? Well, you said it was warm in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, I think I've, I've got it close. I don't think it's Pennsylvania. It might be New York. Okay. Yeah, you never know. Uh, all right. 
because like I I forgot New York was a state when I was talking about yeah all right Massachusetts Connecticut nothing's doing it's in more than just a city yeah man. nothing's in Maryland so um, sorry to anybody who's listening in Maryland um, well that was your final guess New York yep final guess sorry right. it's fine so yeah have I got it right so far nope so New York and Pennsylvania no I said warm. Pen- I mean, I said Pennsylvania yesterday. Yeah, no, it was warm. That was warm. Warmer than New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Keep digging deeper. You got to dig deep for this We're one. We're going to fucking Michigan. That's cold. I can't. I, Flint. I legally yeah. cannot <laughs> disclose any more information. You will now see when you get there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring some water for going to Michigan. <laughs> so fuck cases of water. Yeah. So next week, while we are on the trip, <laughs> we are going to be recording three episodes. Friday will be kind of a pre-trip episode. You good, Trent? Yeah, it was just I, I saw a bunch of lights. Oh, okay. With the yeah. game, it's four four. Just started. So the pre-trip kind of you know what's everybody's vibes? You know, we want to interview you. Yeah. Just to see, like, hey, what were you thinking? All three days? No, 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 no. Okay. Just, yeah, what we, <laughs> just yeah. grilling. So how was day one? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we all didn't experience it together. Yeah. Uh, no, kind of like, you know, hey, this is what we're going into it. Saw a little strategy. You know, what What are we hitting? We're hitting the slots. Roulette. We betting on red. Betting on black. Always bet on black. Blackjack. Whatever. Yeah. How are we going to go about it? And then Saturday we could actually probably honestly saturday we might do two episodes we might do a podcast episode and then we are going to record our league meeting okay so saturday we might want to do like a hey how miserable was our friday gambling experience (laughs) episode like everyone's like hey we're out of money (laughs) we're done for the trip right um and then sunday morning is going to be a tough episode so then we got a big surprise sunday okay that we're all going to enjoy. Hmm. Can't disclose that information, but we're all booked. Let's just say that. It's all booked. So, nice. uh, Yeah, this is the uh, last episode in, in the studio. I wish we could have more people for this episode. Yeah, if this, this should have been like the celebration. The homecoming, I guess. Yeah. Like seniors night. Yeah. 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 Senior night. Yeah. yeah. We're, right. we're, we're graduating. Moving on to bigger and better things. Where, where's our roses? The dedicated studio. Right. So this episode, uh, we got a few things to talk about here. We got uh, MLBs up in full swing. Uh, NHL playoffs are up in full swing. The NBA is apparently on. It, that's also a playoffs. The officiating has been on Yeah, television. And that's, that's been it for the NBA. The NFL. I think we want to, we know what we're going to discuss first, but we kind of talked about on the phone or in person, in person, What the contracts. Oh yeah. So we'll hit the NFL first. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. If salary cap doesn't turn off, if they don't get rid of the salary cap, Lamar Jackson might never play football again. And I mean that. I mean, look, 
I was a full on, you pay this fucker, right? He's a great quarterback. You pay this guy. And then I started looking at the financial situation that having one player eat up 25 to 30% of your cap space isn't actually the move. The Eagles didn't learn that. $43 million, right? Roughly, yeah. 43 guaranteed dollars. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys planning on building a roster with 75% of the cap space? So I don't really understand the whole idea behind these quarterback friendly deals compared to team friendly deals and with the guaranteed money i do get it from the player side if you get injured you're still getting that bag right it's not incentivized play which is how most teams would like to set it up right if you make it to playoffs you get uh 10 mil if you get 100 catches, you get uh, another million. If you get uh, 1,000 yards, you get uh, a cool 2 million, right? Whatever, how, how teams want it based on performance, which is how contracts should be done. But now with more players speaking out and more players getting injured and losing out on this money and needing to go sign somewhere else to get uh, all of this money, I don't, I don't know what to do and whose side to be on, right? I completely agree with what you just said. So, and we've had this we had this conversation at the baseball game. Yes. Like there is no way you can build I think that Mahomes is like such a rare exception about being a Super Bowl champion and making that much money. But his is a team He's friendly not deal. making that much money. Yes, right. Right. Yes. His like when his contract came out, what was it? They were like, everybody broke it as like 10 years, $525 million. Dude, that would be like, if he ever saw that, he would have to win 10 straight Super Bowls and 10 straight NFL okay. MVPs. That makes sense. Like, he's like, I think I saw on ESPN, like one of the stats for like highest paid quarterbacks per year. I think he like was like fifth. Yeah. Behind like Deshaun, Kyler, like I don't even know who that, else just well now Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that, that long term deal is a very team friendly deal. Yeah. So this Jalen Hurts thing, obviously the narr- the big narrative with the Lamar Jackson thing has been if Deshaun Watson didn't get this whole contract. Right. And you have blatantly said that the Cleveland Browns has fucked up the quarterback market. They fucked up the entire NFL yeah. with giving all of this guaranteed money to a uh, a very good, or used to be good, or is still good. I don't know. The, the jury is no still knows. out on yeah. Deshaun. But this run first, pass second style quarterback that Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, arguably Trevor Lawrence is – and is going to demand all of this $175 million plus guaranteed money Mm -hmm. over five years, which is a stupid deal for the team, but they have to retain this quarterback. It's, uh, it's stupid. Yeah. It's like, I, I am. I, when I saw the Jalen hurts thing, I actually, my jaw literally dropped. I was like, Oh my God, it's more fucked up than I thought it was. Right. Because we were only looking at Lamar. 
If you think about it, we were only looking at Lamar and his contract situation. I didn't hear. We did not even consider a thing. We, you didn't hear anything. And you're the guy that hears things. Yeah. Like schizo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hearing the walls, man. Yeah. You heard nothing. I didn't even know he was a free agent. He wasn't. Oh, so it was just a. It was an extension. extension. It's a preemptive. Yeah, yeah, extension. He had two years left. One. I think. I think he was a free agent next year. He was a sophomore this year. Is it? I thought it was three, three years and off. It might have been three yeah. years then. So we didn't hear anything. And is that a thing that maybe because of this Lamar Jackson situation, that's why we didn't hear anything? Or the draft is heating up now. But I actually think that they completely slipped. They they pulled the rug on us. Yeah. They, they seriously held the veil over our eyes. And then it was like, hey, look, five years. I want to yeah. say like this really feels like like everybody's starting to get like even like not saying like sports weren't like the front of this like business at like side but like they are all now like it's all short term now they don't give a fuck i think like with like say like you know like jalen hurts he just signed five years whereas like kansas city signed mahomes for 10 like they want him, they know he's probably going to last by his style of play. Mm-hmm. But like for the Eagles, the, I don't really know their like average age of their offensive line. Their offensive line's a truck. Are you gonna say? Are you gonna draft something that good again, or are you just gonna pay up and be like, "All right, we made it last year." we kind of have a window of maybe like our offensive line is like not too old and they can make it with Jaylen. I think they're fucked. Or at least to like, I think their mindset is, is like, or like at least what I thought about was we, I really don't even know their offensive line, like contractual anything, yeah. but I just know they, they're monsters. But if they have them sort of locked up for like three of the five years that Jalen's like yeah. around and they can, develop him more with that outstanding offensive line for three of his five years, the next two years, you don't have to keep all five guys. Like you could keep a core. I think that's actually a really good take. That and you just it's made. like, that was valid. So he, and like, that might've been the smartest thing ever said on. The I podcast. feel like the Ravens, <laughs> but what everybody's forgetting is because everybody like, I don't even know if it's the media or not. Everybody's like, Draft, draft, draft. Stroud, Stroud, uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. Dude, there's a better quarterback than both of those motherfuckers coming next year. Caleb Williams is still playing in college. He won the Heisman Trophy, didn't make the playoff. So everybody was like, okay, this dude is a dude. And like, and then they were saying he's not even the top quarterback prospect. This Drake May kid or whatever. And like all the quarterbacks in college, so everybody's got to like slow their roll, like because I don't think like like I think Will Levis is good, but like if you're going to just like all like let's draft a franchise quarterback, wait a minute now because I feel like the rest of the draft has way more talent than just like the five quarterbacks they're talking about. So I I have a take that springs off of what you just said about this whole quarterback thing. And I think this is a narrative that is being pushed with everything now. Post-COVID social media world, people tend to overreact. 
I think from now on, for at least the next 10 years, every draft class that we hear about is going to be the best draft class. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, of something. It was, like, yeah. It was like how they f- they messed up hockey by doing that. But it was like, they just had like it earlier because we just had a rush of players faster. Yeah. So like McDavid and then Eichel were like the top two and like they're gross. Like mm-hmm. they're generational talent. So they're like generational talent. And they're like, and then the next year it was Matthews. He's also a generational talent. So they're like generational talent. And then what was it? Hughes. Hughes, generational Eventually. talent. And then everybody's like Lafreniere, generational talent. But he, no, he's yeah. not. Kako, they were like Kako, generational talent. No, he's not. Yeah. Like, slow down. So, I, yeah, I think that the narrative being pushed from now on in these drafts, like you just said, next year. This year, we're acting like this is the greatest draft year ever. I don't even think it's that good. It's good on the defensive side. Yeah. like the, and, then, and no one's backs. talking about it. Right. No one's talking about the defensive side. We're worried about, okay, Shroud or Young, number one. Who's going number three? Oh, does a quarterback fall to the Colts at number four? Do they get the guy they want? But really, the defensive side of this draft is nasty. But I will dare I say... The defensive side in the last like five drafts have yes. been nasty. Yes. Dude, they're like, talking about this kid who I don't didn't read the police report, but had some involvement with his teammate and a staff member being killed in a car accident. And he s- pled no contest to it. Yeah. And is still being regarded as a top 10 pick. Mm -hmm. Like, teams are like, dude, this kid's so nasty, we don't give a fuck. Like, if he goes to, like, whatever. Yeah. So he's like, I think, like, that's something to say about, like, that kid, like, or, like, the defensive position. Jalen Carter, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. That, like, dude, this kid's ridiculous. That's, I I think that what you just said, too, with the defensive side, I think that's, that's pretty consistent in the way teams have drafted. I think the O-lines have been really solid too. O-line's a very tough position to grade because you're really – ultimately an O-line is only as good as your weakest link. Yeah. We can break down. We can compare wide receivers. We can compare running backs all day. These O-lines, we compare them as a unit. You have to. Yeah. We look yeah. at the rankings on sacks allowed. We look at rushing yards gained. We look at press, quarterback pressures. It doesn't boil down to you. You see a guy like Laramie Tunsil, like he's a superstar. He's a great. He's one of the best O linemen in the league, but his team is ass. That the, he he's under recognized. He had the best uh, pre draft video ever, oh, yeah. ever released. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. some of the best footage. Phenomenal documentary about that. I don't know if you ever watched it. I I haven't. It's really good. It Just ties in with all the the. It's a. I'll, I'll send it to you. Good. It's really good. I think it's like a couple episodes long, but it touches everything with the Ole Miss, Mississippi State, uh, their scandals with paying players. Yeah. So all of a sudden, Ole Miss was just out of nowhere, just nasty. Like a bunch of uh, five-star recruits on signing day, like flipped to Ole Miss. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like they're stealing guys from Florida State and shit. Yeah. They were just paying their that players. one season where Mississippi yeah, they were State just like, and Ole Miss were like, "Oh my yeah, god, they're yeah, they undefeated!" Like Beat five. Bama, like yeah. everybody's like, 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's yeah a Dak Prescott went to Mississippi State. It's on YouTube. So that, that Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I, I think that the narrative. I don't. I don't. I look. I I could be wrong. And in five years, if this podcast is huge and everyone's like, "Oh wow, that was a bad take," I don't think the quarterback. I honestly, the only quarterback I see not being completely mid. And still being a like a certified starter in the league, in let's say three years, I'll say Bryce Young. I'm gonna say AR15. I think the ceiling is infinite. Is the highest yeah, yeah. out of the quarterbacks ever for, for him. But yes. ever, whoa! If you look <laughs> at what See, this, this is the COVID post COVID. Okay, pro day. You see the balls that he was throwing. Like, this dude can throw the ball like 70 fucking yards. So he can throw it like Josh Allen. And then he has the physique of, like, a wideout. Slash. He's like DK Metcalf. Yeah. But can throw the ball 70 yards more accurately than DK Metcalf. Yeah. And then can run the same shit and is, like, a truck. He, if he could even like, if they can just develop him to be like, all right, dude, like, if you can hit 70% of your throws and then do all this crazy shit running and then not get hurt, who's better than that, dude? Right. I could see no him one. having a Geno Smith style career. Yeah. A but journeyman? Like, I hate that. No, no. The late development. Not as oh. late as Geno. Yeah. But I think like maybe once he's like 27, 28, we see like, oh, wait, this guy might actually be kind of elite. I don't think the window stays open that long for quarterbacks anymore. Gino. Gino, I, I yeah. get it. But Gino Smith was an anomaly. The Seahawks didn't want Gino to yeah. really do that. That fucked up their they draft. They wanted that dude on the Broncos, that Drew Locke. Drew Luck. I wanted Drew Luck to start. And yes. they're like, wait, actually, this dude. Yeah, wait. <laughs> wait, yo, this, this dude's guy nasty. <laughs> yeah. Where'd this guy come from? Uh, and I'm I'm a big Drew Lock guy, and I, I always will be until he retires from the league at the age of 28. But yeah. Um <laughs> uh I believed just, in him too. Man, like I was so once I saw him rapping to Jeezy uh, uh on the side, uh on the sideline, I was like, man, let me let me get some of that. Um, I'm a Drew Locke guy, and then Geno Smith stole his thunder and then fucked up the, the Seahawks for the next two years. Um, next, like, three years because he signed a massive deal. Like, what the fuck? Geno Smith is just single-handedly ruining all. Yeah, and, yeah. So, I mean, we pulled up the, uh, the Eagles O-line. Or, yes. I mean, I... Apparently, there's no website that will give you specifically their age and their contracts unless you decipher who it is. And I'm not an Eagles fan, so I don't know who starts every game. Yeah. But I know their average age of their starters is 26. And that's gross. I mean, yeah. yeah, And Kelsey's the only guy over 30, I think, on the O line. So from what I understand with contracts, I think he had, he just re signed with another one year. Um, 
so we were just talking, uh, draft a center yeah. and have him live under Jason for the year, yeah. figure out everything that he knows, right? Teach him all the all the tricks to being a center. Yep. Um, Even like, a, I would say like a second round pick. Sure. On yeah. a center, like a top center. Right. Like, yeah. And then, so you're not, not like a seventh rounder. Yeah. Just get a guy. He's got good skills, good talent in the game. Give him the pro. So, look, I'm not an Eagles fan by any means, and I was yeah. just telling Aiden this. Uh, <clears throat> the front office of the Eagles is too good. Yeah, Howie Roseman is the GM too good at what he does. Mm-hmm. The entire Super Bowl roster, starting offense and defense, were drafted besides A.J. Brown. The entire team is drafted. They know how to scout for talent. They know how to train talent. They know how to retain talent. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They have, yeah, they've mastered the the skill that I, that I believe if you're going to be a good football team in the NFL for like a long time, you have to do it. And a lot of teams just like aren't patient enough. Yeah. Just draft. So develop your future. Yeah. Like, it pays off. What teams develop what things better? Like what from your your experience as a Patriots fan, what has the Patriots developed the best, right? Probably defensive ends. Okay. Defensive right. backs. Okay, defensive backs. Right, you have I don't know if I want to say I want to say linebackers, but like, okay, it's a lot of defense. Yeah, it's all okay. you know, uh, yeah. offensive linemen. Okay, so there's couple, linemen, couple, yeah. All right, yeah. As far as the Steelers, Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So if I don't really developed. know. Yeah, but like, okay, I don't know if we've had a a chance. Well, no, we've had a chance yeah. to develop a quarterback. Um, it hasn't worked out on both sides. Okay, it's we didn't develop him well, and he shit at the same time. I mean, he was great in Alabama, right? But was that Alabama just being the great team? No, it was. Um, I knew. Because I wanted Justin Fields on draft day. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I was like in the men's league room watching the draft, screaming Justin Fields. That would have been crazy. And the Bears got him. Like yeah. I watched it and I my heart fell because I knew we're getting Mac. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. My thing from even day one, he's always been a system quarterback. Yeah. The only reason he did well was because he threw the ball five yards yeah. to Devontae Smith. Right. Who he's good really good in the pros. Now imagine that in against non pro athletes. Okay. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. And they were like, oh, he had like the highest completion percentage. No shit. He was throwing slant routes the whole year and watching his guys run eighty fucking yards. So was Tom Brady, a system quarterback. In his later years. Okay. All right. Just yeah. 
just always to win yeah. Super Bowls. He had to become a systems quarterback. Okay, the system worked to win Super Bowls. So this okay, but after... when he was slanging that thing, uh-huh. like after he won the three, okay. So like when he had the team like the perfect season. So two thousand one, four, and and seven. One three. Oh wait. I know it was two thousand one. That was the first one, right? His like second season, or something. Yeah, and I thought they won it like pretty close after that. I think you've gone back to back. No, I think that was the back to back. Two thousand one. Yeah. Okay. I think we. Sure. Or. No, because he so when he was younger, he had three Super Bowls. Because I know it was the Rams, yeah. the Panthers, the Eagles. Okay. Then, I remember he blew his ACL after those three Super Bowls. That happened. Mm-hmm. Then the Randy Moss thing happened after that. Like when we had the sixteen and zero, going in to oh seven. Yeah. That Tom Brady that year. I mean, yeah, it's systems, but like most of his highlights are literally chucking the ball down the field as far as he can to Randy Moss. Well, when when you have that kind of talent, yeah, right, you I can, mean, so you yeah, you that. you saw like, but I feel like that season he proved like, okay, he doesn't have a small arm. He can read, you know, like he can not just pass the ball five yards. So then, after Randy Moss had left yeah. then tom brady decided to be a system quarterback we did yeah 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 i would say so because i think the talent wasn't there on offense okay um so then it was just... people are like dude people are like in new england because we're we're fucking delusional over here about football players they're like oh my god like wes welker greatest wide right no i much rather have had megatron yeah. or some shit Okay, our best player that he really had to throw to talent wise was Gronk. I mean, you were you were the Patriots over the the last like minus those th- these last three seasons. Right? Edelman's pretty good. You're playing Moneyball. You did not have yeah. to go out and get this ridiculous uh, star uh, to keep up with everybody. You- I know, and it fumed me. Really. Yes. Because you didn't go out and, and attempt it? What we could, what we were missing and why we were like, why no Patriots fan was like, I mean, yeah, it's cool to go to a Patriots game. So that's why the stands are filled all the time. Because, oh my God, like we're going to a Patriots game. Like I've never been to a Patriots game live. So right. like that would be cool and I would go. But up until Tom Brady left, you didn't watch the regular season. I'm straight up. I didn't. I couldn't tell you because I knew we were going to the championship game. Yeah. Like it's like that. Like our season started in the playoffs. So because it was so like I don't want to watch the defense suffocate someone and us try and score twenty points. I want to see like some dude chucked the ball 30 like 70 yards to megatron that's crazy i like to see that's a you just described the afc north suffocate suffocating d's like all right like ohio (laughs) like ohio state what do you mean by that yeah ohio state 
my favorite like football team on this planet. Yeah. Plays in the Big Ten. They are not Big Ten football. They are flashy. They like to throw the ball 80 yards, just score 50 points, maybe have a good defense. Not anymore. We don't have any good defense, but yeah. Big Ten football is 9-3. Negative 10 degrees, snow, AFC North football. Mm. Ohio State does not play that, and I love that because we just smash people. Can we just make it a thing where we bet the unders on all the AFC North games this year? AFC and, divisional games besides ones including the Bengals. You hit the under, and you will cash out. The Bengals. The ba- Yeah. The Bengals are like the Ohio State. They yeah. like to put up points, and they have a really good, like, what am I trying to say? Decent defense? No, it's um well, it's gonna be aggressive. They they have like an aggressive system. Yeah. Like for like Joe Burrow. Yeah. And it's... he's a balls on the table quarterback. So with the Bengals, with so the AFC North just as as a whole, that with the uh, isolating the Bengals, it's a race to thirty. Whoever scores thirty first wins. Mm-hmm. That's, and then if you back up and go to any AFC North game, right, divisional game. It's a race to 17. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, nah, it's always a weird number. It's like 16. Yeah. Like yeah. So if, 13. Yeah. The game that I went to was <laughs> was 13, 14. <laughs> Steelers won. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. It was great. Um, but it was just gritty football. It was a little on the colder side. It was like uh, 40 degrees in uh big ben's second to last home game so it was electric and uh yeah ravens tried to go for two failed that was it Game's love over. to hear that yeah i like i'm gonna expand on my take because this is gonna be even weirder to hear from me because i am a like patriots fan i love watching pat mahomes and that team play football it's like the kansas city chiefs playing football is yeah. so awesome. That's my favorite. I don't team give a shit if their defense is like ranked twenty third in the NFL. Guess what? Doesn't yeah, yeah, whatever. They show up in playoff yeah. time. They don't give up thirty points, and even if they do, Patty's going to score <laughs> fifty. 40. So it's great. They just pound people. Where over here we've got hand the ball off a hundred times. That's boring. I hate it. Like my ideal football game is at least three touchdowns each team. So, so you can see like, okay, they can score, but there's defense. Yeah. So like a 24 or 28, 25 or like 28, 24 game. That's ideal football. I would say, cause you have both. Like they can score touchdowns. Might have like a field goal. If you're into that. But the defense also is like, all right, we have a big stop to like win. The, we have to have make a big stop to win the game, also. So you know, to finish off our football conversation here, we have three teams represented at the table: the Jets, the Steelers, and the Patriots. And let's get into. I think that asking about what we think is going to happen in the whole draft is above our pay grade. So, what do we want our specific teams to take in the draft? Ovi, you want to start? Yeah. 
because doesn't uh, necessarily have to be a player, but just your ideal draft plan. Um, I know they're not going to do this because they never do what I tell them to do. And that's probably been our problem, Bill, if you're listening. But, you know, you don't. So let's keep playing money ball with suck-ass players. I would really like them because I think they have another Sauce Gardner on their hands because the two defensive, top defensive backs in this draft put the same stats up as he did in his mm-hmm. senior year of college. So if they, like give them that like type of development, whatever the Jets did. If they do that to Christian Gonzalez at the Oregon kid, he's going to be a dude. And the Patriots know how to do like develop a good defensive back like JC Jackson. We should do that. On on this defensive back topic, I have, I did a little bit of research back in February, right? Around Super Bowl time, figuring out who I wanted the Steelers to take first round i didn't hear a single fucking thing about christian gonzalez i saw devin witherspoon and joey porter jr who have already decided joey porter jr is who i'd want he's for, great for, for yeah. which was the guy from illinois uh not devin, joey porter devin witherspoon yeah he's very good yes um but joey porter senior played on the steelers and okay. we've already talked about Steelers like homegrown guys. Mm. So if dad played, son's probably going to play whatever. But he's flown up all of the, the big boards and went from the third round now to the the top corner. Yeah. I've seen two highlights. I don't know this too much about Christian. It's not really like a – he's not like a – he is and he isn't. Like he is flashy, okay. but he's not. So like you know the what's I don't even know. I didn't really watch the Patriots this year, but um, we have this little dude, yeah, cornerback, best player we have, electric. This dude returns everything fast as shit. Like I don't know what he does, other than like he's just electric. He just buzzes. Christian Gonzalez is like flashy in that way. He's fast. Okay. He also like. I think he almost – I forget what this – I don't know. I think he was in the top 10 for interceptions last year in, like, the NCAA. So he can just – like, he's he's good. He's got good hands. He flies around, can find the ball. He's, like, small, though. So, like, he's not going to be, like, maybe, like, a sauce gardener who can, like, overpower. But he's got, like, the agility and speed to kind of be, like – kind of be like that. Yeah if, yeah, if it's even like 80% or 50% of Sauce Gardner, you you move up the ranks. I've also... I'm, I'm glazing him, all right? Yeah. My big no on, or like not no, but like my questions on Joey Porter is I've seen it many times get just, it doesn't look good when you're going up against the NFL guys. Okay. Like when he would play against... The Ohio State receivers, it just, it wasn't there. Like, it just wasn't there yet, maybe. But, like, when it was on the field, like, he did make, like, he would keep up with them a couple times, but at the end it was like, we're still putting, like, 100 yards on you guys. Like, no question, we were putting 100 yards. 
one of those guys was getting 100 yards on the for receiving. Yeah. So it's like if that's what it was against that, like I think Garrett Wilson is going to be one of the top guys. Like there's got to be more, I would say. And I think Devin Witherspoon, though, has that right now over Joey Porter. Okay. We just didn't really see it too much. I don't think Ohio State played Illinois too much. So for the Patriots, you want defensive backs? First round? By talent, I mean, everybody says, like, I mean, I was on the the wide receiver train. I just don't think they're going to be there. Or if they're there, it's – I'm looking – that's another thing. I'm looking next year. If you can just – everybody's so high this year. I don't know. The Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dude, and he's going to be legit right off the hoop. I would have – I'm ready for him already in the league. I don't even know. I was already saying he shouldn't even come back for, to Ohio State next year. Like, he should forego and just do workouts. He's that good. Like, you can't mess that up. Don't get hurt playing freaking football. Like, just be for the league. I would be going for him for, like, a first-round wide receiver, and I don't think that's really, like, would be there available. So I would, like, yeah, I'd probably go, like, corner. Okay. I also don't – I think it's too high to go for, like – I know they're talking offensive line, but I know they're going to do that because that's what they always do, but – That's what every team does. Every honestly. team needs, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. there's, like, they're deep. The old line, like, these drafts of late, I think they're getting, like, deeper. Yeah. So I think there's going to be something there for, like, a second or third round pick for them, and, like, it would be a good development like item, I guess. I'm, I'm not expecting them to be flat out. We're going to win the AFC East next year. No, right. we're going to probably finish last. So for my ideal draft scenario, a big thing about going into the drafts is we have to sort through all the noise. We have to figure out whose agents are saying what, where these articles are coming from, Ian Rappaport, who's one of the best, if not the best, NFL analysts, comes out on McAfee and says pretty much that a lot of the CJ Shroud noise might be valid. They dropped those the S2 test scores, and Stroud did awful. To my understanding about this test, it is a basically like a like a reactionary thing. I don't know how it works. I don't think many people do, but it is holds some sort of weight considering they've been using it since 2016. And a lot of these guys are saying about these scores. Yeah. If you score high, it doesn't mean you're going to be great, but you have a better chance. If you score low, you're not going to do anything. So that. On top of that, denying going to the Manning Passing Academy. There's, I'm not necessarily saying that anything. I'm not saying he's going to go undrafted. I think that's that's unreasonable to say. But what is real and what isn't? I I was trying to run through this scenario in my head about how important drafting a quarterback is, and I think that we could all agree. And if we had the other three here, we'd all agree. 
drafting your quarterback is your most important piece, which is tying into my fantasy football proposal that I'm doing next week for you guys to vote on. So why? So we, we see what happens to teams that draft a shitty quarterback and they make a mistake. It fucks the whole franchise up because you're now caught between the state of shit. Do we hold on to this guy or do we draft another guy? And we see this with the jets. Every time they draft somebody, we saw it with Sam Darnold. We've seen it with Zach Wilson. Now do we hold on to this guy that we just picked with our fucking second overall pick? Or do we hold out and like, what do we do? Do we move on? What do we do? I do have a take on Stroud. And I will say, I see his problem. It is like in the tape. He, I mean, he shows up like in big games, like uh, whatever, like not really, man. He doesn't really show up when it matters Mm -hmm. um his first game we were watching it together when he went his first start he went on the road to minnesota and he looked like shit and they almost lost that game when they should have pile drive that team um and then he never beat michigan and that was like what are you doing concerning like we kick the hell out of those guys like what are you talking about um, and then, so like he never won anything. He brought us to, he almost brought us to a national, we would have won the national title if we made the field. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, he would have won us a national title, but like you didn't, you didn't win a Heisman. You're saying, oh, I was the best quarterback. You didn't do all no. this. Yeah. Like you didn't show up. You lost that game to Oregon because you didn't play well. You threw picks when it was crunch time to drive the team down the field to tie the game. You threw over, he sailed a dude by like 15 yards. Pick. I'm like, lost the game. He really only had those stats against like literally mediocre talent. We, yeah, oh, yeah, great. Uh, you threw five touchdowns against Nebraska. Nebraska's terrible. So I don't know if he's got next level. Like he doesn't have the mindset right now. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. I look at him as like an Anthony Richardson project almost. Like I, he needs I to think develop that, for sure. I agree with you on that. My biggest concern, if I'm a GM, say so yeah, the score thing, whatever. Like honestly, my concern is the why didn't you go to the Manning Passing Academy when you should have went there. That as I I if I'm a top ten pick, I think that's reason to pass on him. I'm dead serious, and I mean that. I'm not gonna say undrafted. I think keep him in the first round, but like, what I why you know what I mean? Why would you not attend arguably the best quarterbacks passing camp to learn footwork? mental actual physical arm that that would be my question in a draft interview tj why didn't you go to the man the manning passing academy 
this isn't why didn't you go to Under Armour 3v3s? Why didn't you go to, you know, seven on seven flag football? Why didn't you attend the Manning Passing Academy? Because I think that's a genuine concern about work ethic. And I think that's a concern about um, commitment, in, in my honest opinion. I think he's a talented kid. I think he's a talented quarterback. I still wouldn't take someone like Will Levis over him. But I don't know. He might drop. He might follow the Jets. Who? Stroud? Stroud. What would you want? No way, dude. He's going to the Colts if he falls anywhere out of two. I think I if they draft him at four, I think that's a huge mistake. I don't get it. Like with with Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, aren't they both like under six feet? No, Stroud is a big man. He's yeah, big dude. is he big? He's not like like he's not like I don't think he's like six six. I think he's like six two. He's not that short. Yeah, six two. Okay. Young three. is the guy who's short. Who's gonna go like first? He's gonna go first. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, but yeah, but he scored okay, like ninety eight percent from your yeah 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 that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. S two, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't like. That's another like <clears throat> negative with him, though. It's like, would you win, bro? At Alabama, Heisman. Yeah, that's it. But like, I don't get this. Uh, I don't. I don't get this. Like Manning passing academy i don't really understand why it's this big deal that uh like i i get that there's like two of the the best giant killers of quarterbacks right and it's like their school but who attended the school that is like good enough to write home about did mahomes attend it did Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen did attend. I think it. I, so. Right now, like I watch the, they do like um. You know, like at the Peyton Manning like places or something. Yeah. Like on ESPN, they did like a little Brock Purdy, series. Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones. So are all counselors. At this thing, so I'm sure that that means Trevor. That. Yeah, but so like what I was just about to say was every like, every quarterback, every starting QB in the NFL playoffs attended Manning Passing Academy. So that's 2023. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. Yeah. I was just giving the stat. But as of like within the past like four years or something, like the four or like five or something years, like that has been like you go there, flat out. You and then like the what they do is like. It was like they did like the show, and when they showed all these counselors, this camp is huge. Like when they showed, they did like kids. a they did like a counselor like thing at the end of the week to show off. And I like saw the quarterbacks, and it was like anyone who's anyone in college went there, except for I didn't see CJ Stroud there. Twelve hundred high school quarterbacks and receivers from across the country. Even Spencer Rattler was there. Like. I I think even look so they they describe this on on Pat McAfee the Mannings are the football royal family yeah they started out with Archie Manning Eli Peyton and now you have the kid of Texas <laughs> Archie Manning Archie Archman <laughs> yeah whatever so 
that is football's royal family, right? It's obvious that Archie Manning is going to be great, and he might even be better than. No, he no, nah, he's nasty. He's, he's already good, dude. He's nasty, bro. I don't know. Did you yeah. see the spring game? It, I, dude, he's still a high schooler. He's a that, he's at Texas now. I know, I know. He graduated early. This is his senior year of high school. Yeah, that's like what Trevor Lawrence did. But Trevor Lawrence came in at Clemson, stole the job, and then won them a national title his senior year of high school. I mean, let's see what he does. But this kid's good. There's no way you have Eli and Peyton Manning as your uncles, and you're just um, going to, like, not be look, good. When I saw it the spring game, I'm skeptical, dude, because, like, I was like, what? He broke all their high school records. He's already getting paid huge. He has the yeah. largest NIL deal uh, that's I'm, out there right now. Yeah. I'm like telling you, he's seen the competition he's going to be seeing at the next level already, and we're, like – Everyone was so high on Trevor Lawrence, and he proved right out the gates when he went his senior year, came out true freshman, won Clemson a title, and then won him another one. That's legit hype. I don't know what Trevor Lawrence spring game looked like, but I saw like almost every throw that Arch Manning had, and it was not good. I don't even know if he like made a pass over like 15 yards or something like that. I won't invest too much in the spring game, but what I'm trying to get at is that if you want to be at the next level, even if you don't take something from, let's say you have such a big ego that you're not going to take, I'm not saying CJ Stroud has this, but just in general, if you don't want to take something from this passing academy, like skill-wise, you at least learn how to break down film and mentally play your position, which is something that Eli Manning did a great job at. Peyton Manning was fantastic at, but Peyton Manning had a hell of an arm. I think that is a glaring issue, not attending this. They also have at the end of a week, at the week, end of the week, because they showed this on the show that all the counselors, so the like or the new counselors, so basically all the NCAA guys that come do this they have like a Q&A with Peyton and Eli. And then throughout their senior year, like they were showing that at least they like showed the top four, like, well, they were going to do five, but CJ didn't show up. They like kept tabs on like the players. So it goes Hendon yeah. Hooker, Will Levis, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. I think Hendon Hooker's so, nasty. I think yeah. Hendon Hooker actually is better than like. Yeah. He should Almost, be like, I think he's like oh, better. I think it'll probably go. I don't know with the Stroud thing because no one's going to outright tell us like this is a lie or this is true. Like this is all noise and we need to sort through the noise. Hendon Hooker might be the best number two pick. I, I think he should be the third quarterback picked. Yeah. I'd probably slide up for AR. If, mm. but if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. That's another. Yeah. And won the Heisman. That was what's going to happen. He was yeah. going to bring. They were going to make the playoff. Yeah, he was going to bring Tennessee to the playoff. SEC champion Heisman could have maybe probably would have won the national title. Had the best offense at Tennessee. I would have drafted him first. Yep. The only thing that I would say is holding me back that would I would do is because now he has that ACL problem that he just is coming off of, and then. 
Stroud and Young, I, I think, think at this have point, a talent like higher ceiling. I would say. I think at that point, that's like a non-issue, just because you could look at what Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Torres ACL is rookie year. He's fine. I can promise that. Does is Hendon a scrambling quarterback? He does use his legs. He does. Yeah, I think he's, more than Joe Burrow. I think he's very similar to Deshaun Watson in okay. the way he plays. A smaller guy, though. Yeah. It. It looks better. Like Deshaun, like Deshaun looks like kind of like like lanky, kind of like when he throws the ball and like you know, like when he runs, like he's like kind of like a he's tall, like yeah. and it's definitely a shorter guy. All of it just looks smoother. Yeah, like his throwing mechanics look smoother. Like his running, like he's until he blew See. his ACL. But like he didn't, he blew his ACL on like a freak thing. Like he like. I think his like cleat got stuck in the turf when he was like trying to pick up his like foot or something on like when he made a jab step like in the backfield yeah. and then he just like went down and it was like in the, like the last one of the last games of the season or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and then they lost that game. Yeah. I think. Mm. So, so that says a lot though. He blows ACL comes out. They lose like to South Carolina who was like one, like three games. Yeah. Like the team was nothing without him, at least like where they couldn't adjust fast enough without his leadership. So I think like, I think that says a lot like about him and he like, he wins like being a winner. Like I would say like means a lot and his ACL injury prevented what could have been other than like CJ Stroud, like, or Bryce Young, like they just didn't win. Cause they not because of injury because of whatever other reason. So going back to, I guess, the team thing, I would like the Jets to have a quarterback on their roster. I don't care how they get it, other than trading first-round picks for it and multiple second-round picks in, in the same year. So if we can get away with drafting an O-lineman at 14, then again, if Smith and Jigba is there, Draft him. If Stroud somehow falls to fourteen, take him. Well, Hendon. If Hendon falls to fourteen, yeah. I would. I don't say know if he's going. You got to jump on that. Yeah, Even I think he's going to be top you five. You get Rogers. That's better. If you get Rogers and draft Hendon Hooker, that's better than just drafting Hendon Hooker and not getting Rogers. Because then this dude, Aaron Rodgers, is technically kind of a mobile quarterback, is going to learn because he already has the skills to be a mobile mm-hmm. quarterback under Aaron Rodgers. That's a joke. I think the so Jets think need really two things, and that's an O-line and a quarterback. That's the only two things that they're lacking. Their defense is nasty. They're all on pretty decent contracts, too, except kind of C.J. Mosley. I wish he was making a little bit less, but, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, then with the Steelers corners, O-line blind, blind side, most, most likely is really all that's needed. Just like take a guard and a tackle and just play ring around the Rosie and figure out what works best. Um, probably two corners and then maybe an edge. Uh, to go on the opposite side of TJ, 
and uh, linebackers. Like linemen and then defensive focused. Mm-hmm. Everything else seems to be okay. We can get by. We're a wide receiver uh, growing house. We we know how to figure out what wide receivers are going to be good. Um, so if somehow we uh, get Smith and Jigba, it's going to be crazy. That would be wild. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, like George Pickens is is disgusting. We figured that one out. I like that kid out of USC a lot. Addison or what is his name? Jordan Addison. Yeah. Yeah. I think whoever the I think you're right. I think whoever the Steelers draft at wide receiver is going to be fine. Yeah. Mike Tomlin knows enough at this point. I don't, I don't think we like until like the fourth round we might not touch the wide receivers. Yeah. But that's fine. That's going to be yeah. That's I mean, what you want almost. Yeah. Antonio yeah. Brown came out of the sixth. So like yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Um, Great. Another Antonio. Yeah. Um, that's that's really it. I mean, that's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. We need corner help. We lost uh, Cameron Sutton to the Lions. Um, I met with a Lions fan today, and I told him how psyched I am for his season. I am gung-ho on the Lions. Yep. I'm, I'm so psyched for, for that team. I'm, I think I'm just turning into a football fan. I'm worried. Yeah. Like, why trade Okuda? That's my dog. Yeah, I don't know. Why? They don't know what they're going to be missing right there. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, I, I know I just said what I <laughs> I just yes. said that he's my dog, but uh, for a fifth is crazy. Um, when he was the first round pick, right, mm-hmm. for the Lions, um, he does not commit penalties. He had his first defensive uh, pass interference this last year um, and didn't really like step out of his groove from what I was seeing and then goes to the Falcons for a bag of chips. And these Falcons, this defensive group is going to yeah. be crazy. AJ Terrell's not a, he's not a step over at corner. So now they have Okuda and AJ Terrell. Because they can both figure really out their offense. Guys. That could be a problem. I I told you that like two weeks ago, and you like laughed at me. Like who who the fuck who do the Falcons have? And they I have was like, defense. yo, just like they need some D line help. Yeah, but if like the secondary can keep up, then mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, what's um? It's all fluid. Who's um? That's why the Steelers were able to get by yeah. because TJ Watt was able to just jump in. Yeah, and like get pressure in three seconds, mm. and then the secondary can just uh, stay with them for the next. Which is literally hours. just how you play defense. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why the Rams were able to just do a cakewalk to the Super Bowl mm. last two years because of Aaron Donald, and then the Chiefs with uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and Patrick Mahomes. But like whatever. Uh, yeah. Is Atlanta all in on Desmond Reddit? They have to be. I think. Yeah, they are. yeah, because um, Mariota situation. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, like left. <laughs> he said, I don't want to back up this guy. This this 35-year-old man, I'm leaving. Yeah? Yeah. And he just left. Is he? He's not that old, though. No, Desmond is not, but he looks old. Yeah. In the helmet, he yeah. <laughs> looks old. Well, he was at college for a um, extended what seemed like seven years. But it's because everybody just wanted Duns. So he was really there, I think, for like four or five years. Yeah. So we'll uh, – 
We'll have a lot of football talk next week because of the draft. Jeez, it was like an hour and a half of football. That was – I think we just hit an hour. Okay. So. That, that felt like a lot of football. Yeah, I know. That, that did. But I'm that jazzed was good. up. That was good. Yeah, yeah. got you excited. <laughs> uh, we got the draft next week. We will be on vacation, but we will be recording. Um, don't know. Thursday? Thursday drive? starts, yeah. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. Um, real quick, uh, let's touch on baseball. I think it's a lot of the same of last year, minus the Pirates being good and the Rays being nasty. Cody Bellinger is apparently an MVP candidate again. I yeah, saw. I predicted um, this though. Cody Bong Rips rocked a 420 foot home run on 420 mm-hmm. at Dodger Stadium the other day. So. And he's known for getting after the week. Known stoner. Yeah. Nice. So that's like yeah. incredible how for him. That, how does that happen? I don't know. He, stars aligned for him um, at his old place. He's a Cub now. Was a Dodger. Yeah. The crazy. New York Mets are going to have Shohei Otani by the end of the season. What? Yeah. Yeah. Shohei's gone. He's so, done. yeah, yeah. So, like, I... I think I commented on ESPN's post a couple days ago. So they have this guy who's a Jeff Passani or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So this guy, he's like their head like MLB analyst, and it's not him that reported the story late. Because I think I found out from him, like, oh, what? The Angels are talking about trading Otani in, like, the summer. And ESPN, like, started talking about it, like, two days ago. They're like, the Angels might trade Otani. Like, yeah, if they're yeah. not in a playoff position by the trade deadline, yeah. Otani's gone. It's been, yeah. Like, and, I mean, and they are he's getting ass. 500. He's getting half a billion dollars in free agency anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a free agent at the end of the year. So, so he's, he's going to get the money and go chase a ring. Yeah. So he's going to chase a ring at the end of the year and then say the Mets or the Yankees or the Dodgers. So realistically, go get him. If we're if we're talking five hundred million dollars, the only team that could afford that is the New York Mets, and that's not favoritism. That is simply that the Mets have the richest owner in baseball, and there's no salary cap. They yeah, just gotta pay. Yankees that is the, Yankees the, just did with with Aaron Judge. I know they're not gonna put they can't eight hundred million dollars into two players right. on their team, even though that would probably win them a lot of World Series. So they're. Yeah, I mean, there's people are talking about the Cardinals because of Lars Newbar, and I'm just gonna say outright no that the Cardinals are not gonna. They, you got to look at the teams that can spend. First, you have to look at the teams who can spend five hundred million dollars, and then second, you got to look at the teams who could afford to lose a couple prospects. The Mets actually have one of the best farm systems in baseball. We're gonna lose Ronnie Mauricio, um, probably Brett Beatty. Yeah, probably. Brett I would Beatty. definitely say if you're gonna trade, probably for Alvarez Otani. and probably um, Viet- Mark Vientos. Who's that third for the Angels? Is it Urshela? Yeah, I would rather have Brett Beatty coming up than sit with like. I mean, Urshela's good, but like, wouldn't you like to have somebody else behind him? Yeah. So they're probably gonna like, yeah, him. And so then- the Mets, the Mets have that. The Mets have room for that. Ultimately, Gio Oshel is 31. Rep 80 is not 31. Yeah. 
I'm not saying that he's going to for sure go to the Mets, but the Mets have to be the number one suitor when you're thinking about this contract. Because a contract also is going to need to be agreed upon as a part of the trade. We've seen that before with the the Browns. I don't know. There's no way they let it go through without a player like Shohei Otani. They're not just going to be like, hey, like, yeah, we'll take you from the trade deadline through the well, playoffs. Because I could see, like, I could see a team doing that. Like, not, if, not, if, or more teams willing to do that than just two teams in the race for Shohei, just because, like, they're going to give him the 500 million. I would see, like, if you're, like, even like the, I don't even want to say the Mariners because they really couldn't even trade for. But, like, say the Rangers. The, the Rangers, Rangers might be able to afford The them. Rangers come out, though, and they're, like, a wild card team. Like, they're known like a wild card mm. team. Like, they're a head and shoulder. Just They're just number two to Houston. Yeah. Um, which is not happening, actually, in front of Houston. But, like, say that happens. I would go, like... Why wouldn't you go get Shohei yeah. for half the season? And then if you don't want to pay him, we still have the team that we just were a wild card team. We just don't have the guy who probably got us deeper into the playoffs. Yeah, that makes sense. And then go into another year of free agency. But I, I think I see what you're saying, but the cost to give him up or the cost to get him you're gonna want that deal associated with it. You're gonna need you're gonna need some sort of agreement. You can't like especially an important thing like baseball with prospects. Like baseball is arguably the biggest prospect driven sport. Just because I feel like more guys like they yeah. got the top, they got the rankings like by MLB.com. That's the only sport that does that. St. Louis could make the trade. St. Louis could make the trade. I don't know if they want the contract. I don't know if they want to get rid of who they would have to get yeah. rid of to get him because this dude's a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and he might be what Shohei is not batting. I don't know batting, honestly. Like He's actually lights out. But mm-hmm. like he's probably better than Shohei in the field. Yeah. He's definitely probably – he's probably better overall than Shohei as a position player. Trent, do you want final word on this before we end off here? Yeah, isn't Shohei a pitcher? And hitter. And a position player, yeah. He what does is, it all. What position does he play? Out right, right field. Out DH. Field. Yeah. DH right field, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably just have him as a pitcher and a and hitter. Yeah. Well, right? yeah, but thing? then, like, the Cardinals' top prospect, who's, like, he's probably going to get paid a lot of, like, $100 million. So, like, when his rookie deal comes up. He's not. I don't think if I'm in the Cardinals' shoes with the team that we have, I don't know if I would give up our top prospect who's already in the MLB this year. He's like 21 and raking, and he's like crazy. I don't know if I would give it up for like, I don't know though. Let's show hey, like show hey's like the best player, like ever, I guess. Yeah, would would you give up a potential generational talent for a known generational talent? It's kind of like the Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but it's it's like if you're preparing to bring on 
Anthony Richardson that you know is uh, NFL ready and you already you can go get Lamar? Like, which do you pick? Right? Like, the, the, like uh, AR-15 is going to be very good, but is he going to be as good as Lamar is now? Could be. Could be, right? But you know how good Lamar is now. You know how good Shohei Otani is now at uh, three positions, <clears throat> uh, counting hitting as a position, right? Uh, he fucking lights out uh, of of home runs, and he's a, a proud right Japanese, right? Um, and it's just disgusting mm. on a, a team that is not supposed to be good, right? And they no, they're supposed to be good. Angels. They should be a good team. Well, no, Otani and Trout are good. But they're like, the other players they have should be better. Like, the biggest, I don't, even when they made this deal, like, I didn't really even pay attention to baseball, like, too closely up until, like, two years ago. When, like, they signed Rendon to that freakish contract. Mm Mm-hmm. He sucks. Like he's not playing. He's not paying playing to, for that money. Yeah. Like he's on a hundred million dollar contract, and he is grabbing athletic fans by the freaking shirt who called him a bitch and getting suspended. And then he bats like I don't know, like a hundred mm-hmm. or something. Like he's terrible. He was. He's not what the Nationals gave. Like what the Angels got him when they got him. He was a world champion. And he's not that. So, like, they just – the players that they have just aren't what they used to be or what they should be. Like, Gio Urshela. He's mm-hmm. good this year. Where was he last year? I don't know. How I see this this question proposed was the Angels the, – these these two players, right, now looping in um, Trout to yeah. this. Uh, they are the two – large buoys holding up this uh angels team Mm -hmm. from sinking to the bottom and becoming the true poverty that the team uh is going to be losing one if not both like the crazy thing is there's two teams in la yeah and one team has two of the best players that have ever lived and they are still considered the poverty franchise of la which is insane doesn't make sense yeah yeah like they they have to uh, I don't know why they didn't make more acquisitions I guess I don't know I want to be an Angels fan like everything about them is cool like the red unis like the Angels and then their stadium sick like and I want them to rival the Dodgers that'd be just crazy if there was like an all LA World Series like there has been like an all New York World Series They have a movie Right, yeah. angels in the outfield. Yeah. Do they want to pay the money? No. So they're gonna suck. So. And they are going to lose Shohei. They're not gonna pay him that money. Wrap this episode up here. I got homework. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week for all football, pretty much, probably. Nice. Yeah. Shenanigans. yeah, Trent got his football fix today. Yeah, I'm jazzed up. Yeah, we've kind of, since the Super Bowl, we haven't really talked too much football just because it's 
been the same stories every week, but good to see Trent get back. We got a fired up big weekend. Also, you know, next weekend's gonna be great. We got the trip, the draft. F1's back mm-hmm. finally. Yeah, uh, the largest gap in the con uh, in the in the calendar. No, besides the uh, midseason break, because of the China pulled out. Mm. So crazy. We will uh, see you guys next yep. Friday for the four episode marathon that's going to be next weekend. Yeah, Trent. That's what the final word. Um, well, I guess a question: Should we? I hope we record Sunday morning during. Uh, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. This is probably the last thing I'm going to say. Alberbajan. Azerbaijan. Yeah, whatever. Baku. Baku. There we go. Yeah. Um, we could probably have three of us up for that. Yeah, it's gonna be like seven a.m. Yeah. 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 We're we're gonna be just we're still gonna be up. Um, George Russell on the podium at Baku. That's my last words.